Welcome to the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to create the life, marriage, and body of your dreams. If you want to stop struggling with your weight, bring more romance to your marriage, more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Sherry Brazier. I'm a mother to four boys, a wife, a self-proclaimed professional dieter, and a certified confidence life coach. Let's get into it. Hello there, friend. Today, I want to talk to you about the first month after weight loss surgery. You're so excited to get the surgery and you're home and you made it through and you're anxious for this process to begin and you start seeing some weight coming off. So you immediately go to the scale as soon as you get home to see your progress. To your utter horror, the scale has gone up. What? Are you even kidding me? You immediately go into all the drama in your mind about how this isn't going to work, you wasted your money, you even took time off, and then the spiral of self-loathing thoughts that you just aren't good enough start creeping in. Even surgery can't help you, you're a lost cause. Some of us can pull ourselves together for a minute and rationalize with our brain that it's just been a long few days and you don't usually weigh yourself at this time of day and I'm sure it'll go down tomorrow and you calm yourself down for a minute, but that doesn't last long. Maybe long enough for you to leave the bathroom. And then all day long, your mind is spinning with thoughts of, any variation of this won't work for me, I'm going to be fat forever, what have I done to myself? You start to really realize that you have surgically altered your body physically and the heaviness and reality of that sets in deep. I know some people that these thoughts have literally put them in bed with despair and fear and grief. Now, for some people, this doesn't happen the first day they get home Maybe the first few times they get on the scale, it's down, but at some point in that first week or second week, and actually several times in the first month, it will happen. I'm sure there's some unicorns out there that this never happens to, they just start losing immediately, but the majority of us experience fluctuations or gain in the first month. Let me give you my two cents about this, and please know that I'm not a doctor, So please take this as my own experiences and opinion about how my body handled it and more importantly, how I managed my brain around it. So have you ever had surgery before, like a knee scope or tonsils out, maybe a C-section, a bladder repair, shoulder surgery? doesn't really matter what kind of surgery it is. It takes the body time to heal. And through that healing process, you will collect fluid, have inflammation, gain weight, lose weight. It's just part of the healing process. Weight loss surgery is not any different. It's not a magic surgery where you have it done and three days later you've lost 15 pounds. Some people, they can say that three days later they lost 15 pounds, but that is not the norm. The body just doesn't work that way. And many people think that the surgery is just going to torch the fat on their body and in 60 days they're halfway to their goal. That's not happening either. It's not a beam me up, Scotty, kind of thing. This surgery is a tool. Let me give you an analogy to explain. If you have a hammer 
and you want to build a house. Is that all you need? A hammer and the hammer does all the work and you just sit back and watch it go? Heavens no. Someone has to actually put the hammer in their hand and start swinging. You don't give your toddler a hammer and say, go get it done. No, he needs to learn how to use the hammer first. And he might smack his finger a time or two and decide this is hard. This isn't for him. That hurts. But if he really wants to learn how to build houses and build his dream home, then he has to let his finger heal and try again, right? The exact same thing is true for weight loss surgery. The surgery is a tool that you have to learn how to use. You're going to have stalls and not lose as fast as someone else. Does everyone learn to build houses the same in the same amount of time? Does it take someone longer to learn how to use a hammer than others? Yep, sure does. Don't compare your ability to learn your body's ability to adapt to someone else's. This is you. This is your journey. What are you in such a hurry for? Do you want someone who's in a hurry to build your house? I've seen that crap and it's a no for me. The first month is for healing and healing only. That's why you're on liquids and then pureed foods so that your stomach can heal, not so you can lose weight. They don't put you on liquids because they just know you're gonna lose weight. They put you on liquids so that your stomach can heal. Weight loss surgery is a big deal. You've lost three-fourths of your stomach, and if you've done bypass, you've had stuff rerouted and hooked back up, that's gonna take some time to heal, y'all. Why are you in such a hurry for the number to go down on the scale? It's so you can feel something, so you can feel worthy, so you can feel loved, so you can feel accepted, so you can feel good enough. Friend, listen to me. You are enough no matter what the scale says. You are valuable no matter what size you are. You are worthy no matter how many times you gain the weight back. You are loved no matter what or who anyone tells you that you're doing wrong. You are valuable just simply because you were born. Your value is not determined by anyone or anything else but God. You will lose weight with this surgery, but if you don't like yourself overweight, you're not gonna like yourself thin. Trust me on this one. You think you're unhappy because you're overweight, and when you lose weight, then you'll like who you are. It's a lie. Who you are is not going to change just because you wear a size eight now instead of a 22. You have to start really understanding who you are and who you want to be at any size. Are people happier after they lose a ton of weight? You might think the answer is always a resounding yes, but the answer is not always. How is that possible if being overweight is the reason that you're unhappy? Because who you are at size 22 is still who you are at a size eight. If you yell at your kids when you're overweight, you'll still yell at your kids when you're thin. If you hate your job when you're overweight, you'll still hate your job when you're thin. If you fight with your spouse when you're overweight, yep, you guessed it, you'll still fight with your spouse when you're thin. There are tons of stories 
that are out there about divorces after surgery, if your relationship is rocky before surgery, it will still be rocky after surgery. So what happens if you lose a ton of weight and you're thin now, but you're still unhappy? What then? I want you to really think about the story in your head, what you tell yourself about the way this should go. We'll get into the stories we tell ourselves in a later episode, so stay tuned, but right now, during the first month after surgery, I want you to drop all your expectations and dreams of being a size 6 and just let your body heal. Put all the worry and fear away and be kind to yourself during this first month. Take this first month to really figure out what self-care means. Let yourself nap. Go, on, go at a slower pace. Watch some reality TV at night instead of doing all the things. Now I want to talk to you about what it actually feels like the first month after surgery. No one can adequately describe the feeling of eating or drinking after weight loss surgery. Y'all, it's painful. We're on liquids for the first two weeks and you would think that that wouldn't be a big deal. It is. Anything that you swallow, you feel. Every swallow of water, juice, broth, everything. I think we're so focused on losing weight that we forget about the fact that we have a giant incision inside our stomach. Think about it. Have you ever had stitches? Like maybe you've cut your hand or your arm or you've had surgery on your knee or your shoulder and there's an incision with stitches? Think about anything that touches that incision and how bad it hurts. That's inside your stomach and you want to eat something. That food passes over that incision. Can you see why it hurts? So you want to have small swallows of liquid so you're not pushing too much against that incision. It will heal, it just takes time. How long did that incision from your C-section take to heal? That's a good gauge for how long it takes for an incision inside your stomach to heal. I see so many people who are frustrated and straight up mad that they can't eat because it hurts or that everything they eat they throw up. Friend, that is because your incision is not healed yet. The healing process is at a minimum six weeks. Six weeks is an understatement for most people. What I see is that it's a good three months until you can eat something and know it will one, go down and not feel like it's stuck. Two, not hurt when you eat it, like meaning as it passes through it doesn't hurt. And three, you're able to keep it down and not throw it up. The other thing is the first three months your food is not exciting. It's very bland textures and it's not fun like brownies were before surgery. You're eating to stay alive. Don't get bent out of shape when you can't eat your favorite food. Isn't that the reason you're here in the first place because you indulged on your favorite foods? Your mindset has to be that you're eating to stay alive and to get the very best nutrition out of very small portions. So choose accordingly. This is why you lose weight so rapidly at first. You're eating barely anything and it's super nutritious. It catapults your body into being fat adapted, which is when you burn your own fat stores for fuel instead of burning the food that you're eating for fuel. It puts your body into starvation of sorts, much like intermittent fasting does. It drastically lowers insulin in the body because there's not much food being introduced and the food that is being introduced doesn't require a big dose of insulin. Lots of people will say they're in a stall during the first month or within the first three months, but they're not. 
it's just the body healing. So if you're in the first month or you're in the first three months and you're feeling stressed, just take some time to stop those negative thoughts for a second and the freak out that's happening and the drama that's happening and go inside your body and help it heal. What would you do if you were healing from a C-section? You wouldn't be frustrated and mad that it's not healed already. You would know that it takes time and you would have patience and give yourself grace. Do the same thing here. Here's just a few things that I've learned that helped me in the first month and they've helped lots of my clients. So number one is warm drinks were better than cold. Anything that's lukewarm didn't hurt when I would swallow it. It didn't hurt when it was going down. Room temperature water was easier to get in than cold water. I drank more water when it was room temperature than when it was cold. And this was actually the case for like a good six months, maybe even longer with the water. I just, I just always drink room temperature water and I'm 15 months out. There's been a couple of times that I thought, oh, a nice cold glass of water sounds good and it's okay, it doesn't hurt, but I can drink more if it's like lukewarm. And I mean, not even lukewarm, but like room temperature. Um, not warm, but just not super cold. Um, my favorite protein drink is the Premier Shakes and you know, you can get whatever you want, but that's just what I drink. Um, and I like the chocolate. I don't drink any of the other kinds. And I would heat up like a cup of water in the microwave and get it pretty hot. And then I would put my, my Premier Protein Shake in a cup and I would add that hot water to the cup and then it would be like hot chocolate. And I would drink it that way. And it would give me the warm plus it added water to my count, you know, of the water that I needed to drink. So I still do that actually now and I'm 15 months out. I just like hot chocolate and it, it works for me. I know a lot of people do it with their coffee. I don't drink coffee, so I don't do it with coffee, but I just do it with hot water. Number three, I drink a lot of chicken broth in the first month as warm as I could stand it. It was very soothing on my stomach. And if you think about the incision inside your stomach and like taking a bath, if you have an incision on your leg or whatever, taking a shower, that warm water rushing over that incision kind of feels good. That's the same idea, that incision in your stomach, that warm is gonna feel pretty soothing to that. The pureed foods that I ate a lot um, in that pureed stage were pudding, jello, cottage cheese, Refried beans with melted cheese, I ate that a lot, like almost every day. Um, mashed potatoes, applesauce, and I added a powder protein to as much of it as I could, just to give me an, an extra boost of protein. The first month will go by fast if your mindset is one of healing and patience. It's going to take forever if you're on the scale waiting and waiting and waiting for the weight to come off that first month, because you can't eat anything, and it's really stressful when you can't eat anything, right? So if your mindset is one of patience and of healing, that I'm just gonna watch my body heal, and I'm gonna do everything that I can to help my body heal, then that first month is gonna go by really, really fast. And don't put so much weight in um, how much protein you're getting and your portion sizes and making sure that you're eating enough and you know all that kind of stuff. The first month is strictly for healing. You have a good, 60 to 80 meals on your body already, you're not gonna starve to death. You might mentally think that you're starving to death, but you're not. 
you're going to get enough nutrition in that first month and you're going to be okay. Once you get into the second month and you start to eat some solid foods, then you're going to want to make sure that you're eating enough protein and you're getting your leafy green vegetables and that kind of stuff. But in the beginning, in those first four weeks, you're on liquids for the first two weeks and you're on pureed food for the next two weeks. So that's four weeks that you're really just staying alive, basically, and keeping hydrated. That's really what you're doing. So I'm not saying don't worry about your calories or you know how much you're eating and just throw caution to the wind. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying be patient with the process and don't freak out over not being able to eat any foods. You can eat enough foods to keep you alive. Just do it in a mindset of healing your body, not losing weight, not stressing out about, like I just said, I eat mashed potatoes when I was in that period stage. I ate mashed potatoes. A lot of people are so scared of carbs, but potatoes are actually really good for you, especially when you don't eat them in excess. They're, they're actually a decent carb. So, you know, two or three spoonfuls of a mashed potato is gonna feel really good in your stomach and it's actually going to give you some energy to keep you going through the rest of the day. So my point to this podcast is give yourself some grace that first month. Don't worry about the scale so much. Yes, it will go down. Don't worry about that. You might be losing a ton of weight that first month, but then some of us don't. I didn't lose a ton of weight that first month and I had to really manage my brain and really manage my thoughts about that. And I realized, wait a second, I've had enough surgeries in the past that I know that it's a good four to six weeks to have any kind of a surgery heal. So I'm gonna give myself four to six weeks and I'm gonna treat this like I just had surgery and I have a giant incision in my stomach. And how do I care for that incision to the best of my ability, right? Freaking out that the scale isn't moving is not helping that incision. It's only doing damage to your brain. So if you have any questions, email me at sherrybrazier at gmail.com or come over to my Facebook page, Bold and Vibrant, and you can ask me any questions there. And um, stay tuned for next week's episode. We're going to go into stalls and we're going to go into what they mean and how to get out of them as soon as you can. So in the meantime, stay safe, my friends, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Losing weight after having weight loss surgery can be frustrating and discouraging. It doesn't have to be. It can be a journey that you actually enjoy. I want to invite you to apply for a free weight loss strategy session to see if my program, Confidence in Weight Loss, is a good fit for you. I will help you make peace with your relationship with food and feel confident that this tool will work for you. Go to sherrybrazier.com forward slash strategy session to schedule the time that is best for you. Chat soon.